we have with us tonight photographer Nicolo Cosme. Hi, Hi Nicolo. Thank <laughs> you for being here. Agatagan. Yes. Derecho to. Welcome to Private Convos. Thank you. You know, I can't mm -hmm. say no to you. Ah. You know, uh, medyo matagal na natin tong pinaplan and mm -hmm. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Um, for those who are listening to us, you know, I met Nicolo way before. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was a place that we yes. always hang out at Fiamma in mm -hmm. uh, Jupiter Makati. Yes. So Siguro mara yan, 2004. Oh my God. Or, yeah, yeah. 2005, 2006. Yeah. Mara yeah. ganon yan, 2005, yeah. 2006. And then uh, for a long time, we weren't able to like talk to each other. And then I saw you again um, during the pandemic, mm. I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, wow, you know, it, it's been a, a while. Yes, because you were doing a shoot and I was there. So, yeah. hello and welcome to my show. You know, the other day, I was looking at Twitter. You know, si Katsi Nicolo, everywhere, oh, including sa Twitter. And then I saw your tweet about you being prayed over ng isang madre ba? I ano believe that she's a nun. She's a religious uh, uh, lay person, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe she was a nun. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But, um... So I volunteered for this orphanage. Mm -hmm. And so I will come every uh three times a week I'm there uh helping out with the chores in the um orphanage. But at the yeah. same time I'm also teaching arts some kids. For some reason she found out that I was gay. Cause mm -hmm. isang co-volunteer ko that time was was my boyfriend at the time. So for some reason, I think nag-away kami. Tapos parang na, 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 nalaman niya. And then she was so concerned. And I thought maybe she's concerned about my relationship and she wants na maging okay kami. Pero yun pala, she was more concerned that I was gay. Huh? And then, so she brought me to the chapel. She had a chapel in the orphanage. She sat me down and she prayed over me. And, you know, while all of this was happening, ang bilis pangyayari eh. Um, meron pa siya. I won't forget the, the words that she said. She said, look at Jesus. Because <laughs> the tabernacle. So she, she said, look at Jesus, speak to him. And then while all of this was happening, she had her hands on, uh, on top of me. Oh, and she was really praying over me so that the gay will go away. Oh, wow. Yeah. And while that was happening, natulala na lang ako, Doc. Parang, you know, I was helpless because, the, first of all, that was her territory. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I am a volunteer, right? So, dun sa hierarchy ba, parang, she's more powerful than me, right? <coughs> Sorry. So, to me, parang, there was no way that I can, you know, do anything about it at that moment. But to just, you know, just, you know, sit down and just accept what was happening. Hindi ko rin siya ma-process And I think, uh... Pag nashaka din, di ba? Parang, what would you do? Yeah. So I went home just wondering what happened. And, you know, sometimes, I'm pretty sure you, you, you'll you be able to uh, relate. Maraming chances na, pag may mga dumadaang chances na ganyan, dun mo lang iniisan na parang, oh, this is what I should have done. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have spoken to her. All of those things. But, of course, past is past. Tapos na yun. Mm -hmm. So yun, that was my... <laughs> One of my, one of my weirdest experience. Ilang taon kanon? I was uh, I was twenty five. Oh, you were already an adult. Yeah, I was, I was twenty five years old. And then someone tried to pray the gay <laughs> away. Yeah. Did it happen? <laughs> no. Well, did the prayer sister? <laughs> if you're watching, if you're still alive, it didn't work. <laughs> Of course, it, it will work. not work. <laughs> you cannot shoot work. the gay away, right? Because that's who you are. Mm -hmm. But speaking of who you are, um, how did you find out that you were gay uh, when you were a child? Yeah, interesting yung experience ko with the with si sister. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up very religious. Mm -hmm. So my, my family is very conservative. You know, we're originally from Cavite, Kawit mm -hmm. Cavite. And... I grew up in a very religious and very conservative family. Mm -hmm. My lola on my father's side was a former nun. Oh. She came out, of course, and she met my lola, and mm -hmm. you know, the rest is history. 
Um, and then on my on my mother's side, religious then, you know, I'm a lay minister. Um, we have nuns in the family. My dad is the uh, classmate and very good friend of Cardinal Tagle. Ay, wow. Yeah, garun level. So, um, we have the statues, mga saints. Mm -hmm. uh, Yung mga rebulto. Antique, yeah. Yes, the big We have ones. two silver carrozas. Anyway, so that's what, it was a very mm -hmm. flamboyant childhood. But funny story. I was... Uh, I, I think my parents caught me playing with dolls. Mm -hmm. And my mom, my mom, for some reason, she didn't like the idea. Because, you know, the, the generation that back then, parang, mm -hmm. they will stereotype gay men as uh, parlorista and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. But there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. Huh? But anyway, so my mom was very uh, careful or she was very uh, worrisome that I will end up to be a parlorista, just mm -hmm. like her uncle. Uh, so she took away all the dolls away from me. Mga Barbie, ganyan. Oh. And siguro ako, as a kid, parang hindi ko naintindihan. No child will understand the difference between what is for boys and what is for girls. Mm -hmm. Unless the parents and, you know, the environment tells them Mm -hmm. Of such, di ba? Mm -hmm. This is pink, it's for girls. Doon lang naman natin nalalaman yun as kids eh. But us as children, we don't know these things. You know, we're very naive and we're very innocent. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a doll is a doll. You know, it's it's a toy. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, you know, in, in our brains, hindi, hindi natin nalalaman. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, pero nagulat ako na kapag naglalaro ako ng Santo Nino, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Because it's doll actually. And then so I, 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 there, we had a Santo Nino at home, mm -hmm. and I was playing with it, and I realized that if I play with Santo Nino, they don't have this, the, the same reaction. My mom didn't have the same reaction. She didn't care. So to me, parang oh, why would I want to go back to Barbie? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I can play with Santo Nino with longer hair, with curlier hair, with yes. a crown and a scepter uh, and a globe. Anyway. And a gown. And a gown. Velvet uh. gown. So they thought, oh, you're going to be a priest. Maybe uh. you're going to be a priest. So they nila, I'll be religious. Uh. When in fact, it was a replacement for the dolls. Uh. So I was known to be that boy. And then um, they gave me more saints to play with. <laughs> Like palaki more, palaki. more statues. The Santo Nino was this big, this, this small. And then I, I got a bigger Mary Magdalene from my Lola. Oh, yeah. And then I had a bigger Santo Nino about this big. And then I had another Virgin Mary. And another life size. Anyway, point is, that, that became my life. And I, and, and I was an altar boy. Oh, and uh -huh. I was really, be, I, was be, I was groomed. I was being groomed to become a priest. Mm -hmm. So... To the point that if I was asked at, at a younger age, what do you want to become when you grow up? Mm. I would always say, a priest. Oh, you wanted to be a priest. Yeah. So now, from these experiences, I learned that uh, dream enabling mm -hmm. has several, several types. Mm -hmm. So one is the dream that was set for you by someone else, mm -hmm. parents, whatever. The dream that was set for you by... Uh, circumstances. Mm -hmm. Kunyari, parang, oh, you know, you realize na, oh, I need to become a, a nurse because I need to take care of my family. Mm -hmm. hey, Tapos, uh, the third one is the dreams that are set for you by the environment you're surrounded mm -hmm. uh, with. And then, and then another one is the dream that you discover yourself. yourself. So one is dream set for you by your family. The second one is dream set for you by the circumstances. Yeah. Three is the dream set for you by the environment, environment. where you're growing up. Yeah. And then the fourth one is the one that you discover, you discover yourself. yourself. Yeah. Okay. So dun sa apat na yun, ano ano yung mga dreams mo? So I guess the first mm -hmm. one yun that was set for me. Yes. And then in, at a certain age, I realized that's not the dream that yes. I really want, you know? I was about 16, 17. I was probably still in high school, 16. Um, meron akong letter na admission for the seminary. Oh, 
for high school. To enter into college. Oh, the college. Yeah. yeah. High school to college. Mm. So, pinag-isipan ko na siya that time na parang, am I ready? Is this really for me? And then came my sexual awakening. So, you were 17 years old when you mm. figured out that, okay, I am not supposed to be a priest. Yes. What happened then? <laughs> <laughs> How how open are we in this we show? We are so open. <laughs> so, unfortunately, the first sexual experience was actually inside the church. Oh, wow. Inside the church. When the you physical say church. Inside the church. At the back it, of the sacristy. Is it did someone it, from, from the someone, church? a superior, but not a priest. He okay. was a superior. I've never talked about this on TV, so this is very interesting. But mm -hmm. um, I've spoken to this on several uh, Twitter spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, if my parents find out about this, <laughs> they Thank about it. But you for trusting I've never us. spoken to my family about it. Mm -hmm. That person got caught eventually, but when I was much older, na, siguro like uh, five years, ten years ago, I guess, uh, I was probably 30 plus years old when I mm -hmm. found out that he was caught. So it wasn't consensual. It was no, no, because this guy, what he does is he grooms the little boys. Oh! I was a minor when I was groomed. Mm -hmm. In my mind, parang this is not what I want. Mm -hmm. But you know, he presented ideas and words mm -hmm. and fantasies into my mind for me to eventually give it a go, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then eventually I realized that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. Or I really didn't want it at that time, or mm -hmm. I didn't want it with him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he got caught, and apparently he was teaching in a school, and he got kicked out of the school. Apparently, there were other altar boys that he molested Groomed and, and molested. He molested. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So I wanted to speak up because um, at that time, but I realized there's just so much. It's gonna be a scandal in the family. I just didn't want to do that. So, um, but I think I'm. Girl, I'm already mm. 43. So I'm thinking, am I going to wait for my parents to die before I speak, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's always my concern. My mm -hmm. parents. I don't, especially my mom. It's my dad, my, my dad is very open-minded, but my mom, she's very conservative. And, mm -hmm. you know, like there are things that she, she won't understand. Na. Like even if, you, you know what I mean, right? Yes. Even if we present to them ideas that we believe or mm -hmm. we think is right mm -hmm. for them, but it's not part of their... Um, uh, value generation, system. Uh, value system. So it's mm -hmm. hard for them to get it. How do you think they will react when they? I think. Watch I think. This? Well, like what I said, I'm already 43. You know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm seven years short to 50. So I think I'm at that age wherein I should be able to confidently um, talk about these things, right? Mm -hmm. My paternal grandmother, she uh, she died just this January, and I think she was the last. Parang consideration also that mm -hmm. I was really worried about because she's too old and I don't want her. And she's so religious also. Like I don't want anything like that to you know hurt her to hurt her. Yes. So she's gone. So parang to me, I think it's about time that I start speaking up with mm -hmm. this. And I'm just looking for the right moment. And I feel like okay, this is probably the right moment. And well, I thank feel, you. No, but I also feel very uh, intimate here. <laughs> you know, it. I like this. I like this show because I don't know. It feels like it's just the two of us. Thank you. That's what it is. Mm. It's a private I like conversation. It. I like it. Like I don't see people us. here, so I yeah. feel like there's. But I'm pretty sure there are people who listen outside. <laughs> but thank you for trusting anyway, me for trusting this show yeah, with that story. I, I'm slowly opening up. Mm. I'm because there's so many things I want to share. You know, mm. I'm and like like what I said, I don't want na. Dumating yung point na I'm gonna regret na parang mm -hmm. I should have spoken much earlier. So I feel now. I feel like it's. It's the right time. How is this working out for you? How is this helping you that you're sharing your story? Mm. Well, it's been a uh, a long life trauma that mm. I have kept to myself and to a few people, right? So uh, definitely, the goal the goal is definitely to uh, to heal, right? The traumas mm. inside, uh, start forgiving yourself because. Um, it will eventually still haunt you, mm. And there mm -hmm. are things that it may manifest now and then. Nandi mo sure na parang ay it's coming from that palah, mm -hmm. right? So you said that was your sexual awakening. 
Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It just so happened that it was with the wrong person, mm-hmm. that you didn't want it to be with that mm-hmm. person. I'm saying that's an awakening because it was a pivotal moment for me. Because mm-hmm. prior to that, it was all in the church, like mm-hmm. religious praying, you know. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of guilt even when when I would touch myself, for example, or when I even daydream about someone or mm-hmm. something, you know. Um, but at that moment, I realized that okay, this is it, you know. Because diba dati fantasy lang siya, mm-hmm. now parang you're able to do it. But yun nga, it wasn't at the right person, mm-hmm. and it wasn't at the right time. Mm-hmm. It was just to me parang a bad dream when I think about it. Parang I could have mm-hmm. saved it for you know a better experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are you working with that experience now that you're <clears throat> healing? And how does it affect your sexual relationships? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's a very uh, valid question. Um, I don't ever have to think about that naman, mm-hmm. no? So para I don't think that it plays a, a, a huge part. It's something that I have to remember you know mm-hmm. to assess and evaluate yeah i don't think that it plays a huge part in my day-to-day mm-hmm. activities or in my uh relationships mm-hmm. but it's something that i just have to revisit so that i can sort of fix the trauma if that mm-hmm. makes sense yes yeah. it does so you said that that was also the time that you realized that you're not going to be a priest yes right <laughs> So what made you what made you decide? Okay, I'm not gonna be a priest. Because I realized that sexual uh, that sexuality is a very integral part of myself, mm-hmm. um, of a human being, mm-hmm. and I just can't fathom the idea that I will be celibate, for example, or would um, um, abstain, right? Mm-hmm. So. I just can't let go of it. I feel like to me, that's probably my worship. That's probably my my way of celebrating life and my body and my spirit. And mm-hmm. I just can't let go of it. No, I feel like sexuality is such a beautiful thing. Um, that's why I pity people in uh, church or mm-hmm. yeah, in church who who div- who apparently pledge their lives to. The service, mm-hmm. but can't let go of their the sexual the side. sexual side yes. because to me it's hard to do that because mm-hmm. it's a human need and it is mm-hmm. a human uh, natural human behavior. So there are some Cases, guys yes. like I do get messages from priests mm-hmm. uh, flirting, mm-hmm. but to me, parang Malas ko na lang dyan, di ba? Oo, na lang. Kasi hindi ko, hindi ko, hindi ko, parang hindi ko carry yung, ano, that I'll engage with them and then, you know what I mean? Magkakasala ka pa. Hindi yun eh. I don't, I don't care about uh-huh. that. But it's just that, parang, dude, you're lying to yourself and mm-hmm. to your pledge to your, yeah. to the church and I just don't want to be part of that. Yes. So that's yeah. your boundary. So how, you said your family is very religious your mom also, you're trying to protect. How did you um, tell them that you're gay? I never had to tell that to my parents. Um, I have never spoken to my mom about it. Mm-hmm. Na para how do you feel? I'm gay. I've never had that conversation with her. Um, I think that's the type of relationship I have with my parents. Na parang there's always that boundary. Na parang things you can't talk about or or but you understand mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so I, that's the kind of relationship i have with my parents mm-hmm. so parang mahirap yung ganung usapan. usapan so um i was brought to a child psychiatrist at the age of 5 oh. because they thought i was gay oh did i told you na you know my mom took away the dolls and all that yes you know what when i think about it i don't blame her mm-hmm. um i think it's safe to say that um it is homophobia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But where does that come from? Mm-hmm. I've never spoken to her. Mm-hmm. But I can only assume that maybe she does not want me to live the struggles that her sisters, she has two lesbian sisters, mm-hmm. and her gay uncle had gone through. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe it was a way for her to protect you because perhaps, she doesn't perhaps, want you to perhaps. go through that. Or she kind was of going challenge. through, but also maybe she was going through um, struggling, you know. Mm -hmm. She was probably struggling, apparently, she didn't want me to end up like, you know, to, to have those struggles. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I never had the courage to talk to her about it, mm -hmm. but maybe one day I, I will. But anyway, so they brought me ch to a child psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. I was five. And she, and it's funny because I remember the, that moment. There was a dollhouse in a classroom type of setting. Mm -hmm. um, I'm assuming that's how the child psychiatrist um, clinic looked mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And there was a dollhouse that was um, partially open. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the, the, that one side is open. And then it's a two-floor dollhouse mm -hmm. and there are dolls. Uh, Inside the small Yeah, ones. small pegs that you, yeah. you place. Parang so, poly pocket. Yes. <laughs> and then the doctor asks me questions na parang, mm -hmm. over. are you here? And then where's your mom? Or so, mm -hmm. so they will assess. Um, so I'm really surprised up until... I'm, I'm actually very curious up until now because I know that homosexuality was removed. Um, from um, the DSM from, as a disorder. As a yeah, disease. as a, dis oh, as yeah. a disorder. Uh even prior to that moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't know why there was a need for a diagnosis. So my mom, she shared this story again to me at mm -hmm. a much later time. We were watching TV and she just shared it. She said, you know, we brought you a child psychiatrist because we thought you were gay. Mm -hmm. And then she stopped. Okay. And then I, and then I, was just, I just looked at her. And then it's so funny because parang. So I go, oh my God. Came out of nowhere. And then and then what? You know? I didn't want to ask her. I didn't want to ask her parang, so what happened? I didn't I didn't ask. I didn't want How did you react? I was quiet. I was watching TV. I was like, I was waiting for her to to say something. And I'm like, she didn't. She didn't say anything. So I parang, that's so strange. So I came to my sister. I said, Did you know that I was brought to a child psychiatrist when I was young? Because I remember it. And my mom said, you know, she mentioned it to me again. Mm -hmm. But she paused and didn't tell me what happened next. You know what my sister said? What? She said, I know. I know that. And she knew what the results were. So what were the results? So because, so because how, the, how on earth do you know my own diagnosis yeah. when it's supposed to be mine? Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm supposed to know that. So the doctor said I was too young to be diagnosed. Oh, okay. So what is diagnosis? Well, and, well that was oh, diagnosis. I was too young. Done, oh. Crazy, right? Yeah. And they, they talked about it, but they didn't tell you. They didn't tell me. So there were conversations about me being but, gay, but and not involving not me. But you know, I remember oh. as a kid, I will go to a restaurant, mm -hmm. and then the 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 restaurant owner would said, "Oh, are you still playing with Barbie?" But I so don't even. Nila. Yes, people know. People know. <laughs> so they people talk know. about and I'm like, you. And I, but the problem is, I never remember playing with Barbie or any dolls except for one doll, which was my brother's doll. Your brother could be a rock doll, kasi. Uh, rock doll. But so, uh, kaya, yun, yun, that was my debate. Imagine five years old. Sabi ko sa nanay ko, bakit siya meron? Oh oh, because And then they start to play with my brother's doll. Mm -hmm. Sabi niya, you can play with that. It's for for girls. He's not a girl. Doesn't make sense. So I was so confused as a boy. Mm -hmm. But I don't get it. So yeah, can I start now? Okay, wala na akong pakialam. I'm just going to uh, do whatever I want to do. No, it's never been like that to me. Oh. No. In the family, parang, I've always been like, if you, like, you know me, right? Mm -hmm. This is not who I am at home. Mm -hmm. So I'm very chill at home. I'm very, uh, what's the word for it? I'm more reserved at home. Even now, I'm more reserved. But um, I think the acceptance started when I introduced to them uh, my my current boyfriend. Mm. Uh, when was officially, that? Uh, eight years ago. Okay, so just recently. Yeah. So the the previous the previous boyfriends, uh -huh. para lagging, oh my best friend, my good friend, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but never as my partner. Um, and yeah, it's different now, you know. So my mom started to chill, you know, because before she didn't like the, the guys that I would bring home. Mm -hmm, Parang mm -hmm. she's always suspicious, like, why is your friend here? Because I can't have friends over. <laughs> so I brought someone. I like my uh -huh. well, 
totoo din naman, joke ko yun. But then, natulog siya doon. And then, she was so mad. And my sister was so mad also. Sabi ko, he's my friend. Pero syempre, joke ko. Sabi niya, friend naman talaga, ganyan-ganyan. Sabi ko, and so what? Sabi ko, my sister and my brother, they bring home friends too to sleep over mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. fine. And I can't bring home a friend. No, ganyan. So, ayun. <laughs> but this time Ay, around, eight years ago, um, oh. siguro I was, uh, I was, uh, how old was I? Mga 35. <laughs> oh, I know the math. <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, I brought home, I introduced someone. It was mm. Father's Day. I won't, I, I won't. Uh, forget it. It was mm-hmm. Father's Day, and my sister brought her husband, and my my sister. What did I say? My sister brought, brought her, her husband. husband. My brother yes. brought his uh, girlfriend or wife, mm-hmm. and then, um, and I'm sick and tired of just being in the family. You know, get together alone. Mm-hmm. You know, like why can't I bring my partner mm-hmm. with me? So I told my mom, I'm gonna get my own room, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna be with Anthony. Mm-hmm. Sabi niya, sino ba yun si Anthony? <laughs> Tapos dun na na ano yun eh, dun na nag, ano. Dun na lumabas. Yeah. So nung tinanong ka, sino ba yun si Anthony? Anong sinabi Sabi mo? Sabi ko, your future, ano, mm-hmm. your future son. No! And then I think, okay. he, just, I think he just laughed. <laughs> oh, and then they got along okay. really well. Oh, They're very close. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, that was that's really something for me. So that's so really something yun, I said. Ano parang turning point. Yeah, because ako parang ano ba naman yun? I'm I'm not this age. Siguro si Ren, si Ren, siguro na isip niya na parang antanda ako na Ren para para mm. hindi pa niya tanggapin. Matanggap. Yeah. Ah, well, congratulations Thank for <laughs> that that pivotal moment. Salamat. Yeah, because listening to your story. Parang ang hirap, no? Ang hirap na... Ang hirap to be who you are yeah. in an environment mm-hmm. that wants you to be someone else. Yeah. So parang constrained na constrained That's true, ha? but I still consider myself very lucky, ah, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of LGBTQIAP plus um, individuals mm-hmm. who, you know, really struggled or is still struggling a lot. Mm-hmm. Like ako, I struggled, but hindi ako pinalayas, di ba? Hindi ako pinagtapos ng school, di ba? Mm-hmm. Hindi ako pinatulan ng buhok or pinag, you know, walang ganon, walang ganon. But, you know, but of course, again, we always say na our struggles mm-hmm. are different, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, iba-iba mm-hmm. naman yung struggles natin at lahat ng story natin, iba-iba din yung antas ng ano niya, ng intensity and Oo, all that stuff. Pati so, kung paano tayo naa-apektohan yes, ng mga yes, story yes. So, But I consider kanya, myself, kanya. I still consider myself lucky. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were talking about the LGBTQIA community, and I know that you have an advocacy. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us more of, about your advocacy? So, in 2008, mm-hmm. I spearheaded a project called mm-hmm. Headshot Clinic, mm-hmm. which I founded a year prior to that, which is a digital platform. Uh, involving headshots that mm-hmm. I mix together with uh, I mix together with advocacies. Yeah. So in mm-hmm. 2008, uh, a friend of I'm mine. Not sure. I got <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not sure. I got what you need. <laughs> All right. 2008. A good friend of mine, mm-hmm. Wango Galiaga, the mm-hmm. son of the late uh, great Peke, Peke Galiaga. Galiaga. Uh-huh. Uh, an amazing writer and um, an amazing professor. Um, at that time, we've worked a lot together in magazines. Mm-hmm. And I heard news about him getting sick and that he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I remember it clearly. I was at, a, at an event mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in Makati. And then he was there. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy you're, you're okay now. And blah, blah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay now. But they found out I'm you know, that he was uh, HIV positive. Mm, mm-hmm. So at that moment, I've never met anyone with HIV. Mm-hmm. So when he mentioned that to me, parang, I didn't know what to say. What did you say? I didn't know how to react. Parang, how do you react? Uh, in my mind, parang, I don't want to offend him or I don't want to sound too emotional. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in my mind, I said, okay, so what's your next step? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I guess, that's me as a, that's always me. Eh? But I mm-hmm. always ask, what do you need to do? Mm-hmm. How can I help? Mm-hmm. And then he said, oh, maybe we should raise awareness 
um, because he's alarmed about the current situation of HIV and that he's um, what are the statistics now? Mm-hmm. So I told him that um, I, I offered right away. I said, you know, I have you know because he was part of the first Hedge Clinic mm-hmm. in two thousand and seven. So I go, why don't we do a hedge clinic? You know, let's raise funds and awareness for HIV and AIDS. Um, and he, he immediately said yes. And then he also agreed to uh, use the platform to come out. Oh, so that was a mm-hmm. very uh, pivotal moment also, not just for, for me, but also for him. It was held in Fiamma. And there were like more than 100 people who arrived, who came. A lot of our friends came over also. And that was also the start of my um, partnership with the UNAIDS. That's mm-hmm. the United Nations Joint Program for HIV mm-hmm. and AIDS. Uh, the country d- director then, Ms. Bay Bagasao and uh, Sed Apilado, uh, mm-hmm. came to support. No? So, oh, parang, wow, first time to do a campaign. An adv- first time to do an advocacy campaign. Mm-hmm. And then there are yeah, U- UN you yeah. know, representatives. So, because this must be something uh, unique or worthwhile, you know, worthwhile for them yeah. to actually support. Hmm. Um, little did I know that that series would r- surpass more than a decade. No, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Congratulations! Thank you. It's crazy. So we've done so much of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a thematic shoot that we you know put together with you know where, where the public can join, and then mm-hmm. we have celebrities joining as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, exhibitions here and there, uh, a great opportunity to raise funds also for the cause that we mm-hmm. support. Uh, it also paved the way for the uh, creation of our organization, the mm-hmm. Red Bull South. Oh, there. So yeah. in 2011, I realized, you know, we can't be doing World AIDS Day event na lang, na once mm-hmm. a year lang mm-hmm. to raise awareness for HIV. Kasi Kailangan may continuity. The growth oh. of numbers kasi was exponential. Yes. And we saw it talaga, like year, year to year basis, it was really uh, rising. So, we, I, so I, I realized with some of my friends, na parang, let's establish an organization. Mm-hmm. And we call it the Red, the Red Whistle. Whistle. So, si Re, bakit Red Whistle? Oh, I want to know. Oo, kasi... You know, we're used to seeing the red ribbon, mm-hmm. but you, you pin it yes. that's for World AIDS Day. But I wanted kasi a symbol that is more proactive. Mm-hmm. I'm not discounting the, the, the efforts yes. of the red ri- ribbon, but, but the red whistle, I feel like it's proactive. Mm-hmm. You blow it to, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you blow it to, call, mm-hmm. to call attention. Yes. You uh-huh. blow it when there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. You blow it. Uh, you know when you want to get yeah. attention and you know when and even to have fun you blow it right? and you can blow it yes. I can blow it and yes. we can blow it together everyone can blow it <laughs> yeah, yes can blow it. and enjoy while blowing it yes and also raising attention to the things exactly. that we need to talk about exactly yes. mm-hmm. so that's the that was the birth of the Red Bulls in 2011 mm-hmm. and you know we're still uh, we're still very active to this day. So we are a volunteers organization. Nag-expand mm-hmm. uh, na So it's a human rights organization. Oh, wow. group Focusing on HIV and AIDS, uh, SOGSE, mm-hmm. and uh, mental health. Kasi so, yun yung mga very important these days. Yes. And uh, so yung mga gusto mag-volunteer, saan ka nila yeah. So we have, we're, we're pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. We are on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, you just mm-hmm. have to look uh, for the red whistle. There. And this advocacy work, no? how did that help you naman, as a person? How did that help oh, grabe. you embrace who you grabe. are? Alam mo, when I did the first headshot for World AIDS mm-hmm. Day, I remember that I was interviewed by uh, JMA7. Mm-hmm. And I sat down in front of the camera crew and it was I think I'm not sure if it was live but anyway mm-hmm. and the 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 journalist mm-hmm. asked me some questions na hindi ko alam katulad na like statistics ah uh, okay you know like how do we mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. like things that I never knew mm-hmm. I was just an artist trying to you know mm-hmm. uh, educate uh, through the through the headshots, mm-hmm. and I think it was very a very shallow time for me. Meaning, 
I wasn't deep into the advocacy mm-hmm. yet. So, meaning I wasn't ready to be interviewed. Mm-hmm. And I realized, ko na, Nicola, if you want to be an advocate, you need to learn. You have to study it. Really. You need to study yeah. it. And you need to immerse. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I did. I did a lot of immersion. Mm-hmm. I in- involved myself in other organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of the... Um, I attended seminars and oh. all of that. Anyway, yeah. so... But it's not just the uh, the seminars and all mm-hmm. that reading. Eh? It's really the immersion. Yes. So you talk about immersion. Mm-hmm. You talk about immersion and, of course, the activities that people do. Mm-hmm. So they get HIV, the right? mm-hmm. and that lead to HIV. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the hookup culture in the LGBTQIA plus plus community? You know, hookup culture in the Philippines can be discussed very lengthy. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, I was speaking to some friends quite recently about how it has changed mm-hmm. through time. So I can only speak of my experience and maybe some from those who are much older than me. Sige, Pero let's kasi, talk about your experience. Pa si yung, ano eh, yung yeah. wala pang internet. Ah. So paano yun noon? Well, no. Well, yung wala pang internet, um, it was very brief. Mm. Pero hindi pa ako nag-explore noon eh. But I like would hear from people and stuff like that. Like mga mm. stories, no? So, Sila, they would really cruise. Ano cruise? So, may cruising, may cruising spaces. So, yeah. you go to certain spaces na alam mong merong possible hookups. Ah, uh, so yeah. parang you go to a certain space na yun yung intention mo. Yes. So, uh, people go there to have sex. Yeah. To well, have to hook up, up to, to find up. somewhere yeah. and then yeah, yeah. to bring somewhere else, right? Yeah. But so, I was too young naman for that. That's mm. like prior to me. But anyway, like during my time naman, so the, the internet, uh, uh, blew up mm-hmm. around, uh, let's say, 1999, mm-hmm. 2000. Um, there was a, a, a chat mm-hmm. uh, software called MIRC. MRC, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure our, our generation yeah. can, you know, um, relate to that mm-hmm. very much. So there were chat groups mm-hmm. specifically just for uh, MSM, mm-hmm. men having sex with men. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, there's two that I know of. Maybe there were more. Uh, it's Buy Manila and Gay Manila. Mm-hmm. Funny, I never went to Gay Manila because at that time I didn't want to be. I don't want to be associated as gay. gay. The the notion of gay is flamboyant, mm-hmm. perlerista, bading, and I to me para I didn't want to be that or I don't associate myself to mm-hmm. be that. So. I thought I was bi. Okay. And so I I had introduced myself to you know like a short small peer community as bisexual, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm always on bi Manila. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people that I met there, I'm still friends with some of them, you know. And it's it was a it was a very interesting time, you know. You when you when you go there, you don't know their faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you type you you create your um your nickname mm-hmm. based on how you want to be perceived. Kunyara, mm-hmm. you're tall, dark, 23. Mm-hmm. Or you're ASL, chinito. Your, your name, your yeah, name. Yeah. You're chinito, red lips, uh, 15. Ganyan, yeah. whatever. So yung number, yun yung usually age. Yung age mo yun. Doon ka lang base And then when you chat with people, yun nga, yung ASL, mm-hmm. age, sex, location, statistics, mm-hmm. ano, what's your height, whatever, mm-hmm. like that. So you're building relationships off of um, trust. Yes. You, tr- you have to trust people through the, the you have to be creative enough yeah. to describe yourself, your Then you get to meet them and have sex with them. And then and then you 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 decide later on, mm-hmm. uh, okay, let's let's meet up. And then you can't be late when you meet up the, these people because it has to be exact. Okay, let's meet at 8 o'clock at Robinson's Ermita. Wala Starbucks. Wala pa cellphone nun eh. Wala pa cellphone. Oh. So you go there and then you look at you look around and mm-hmm. then because uh, you have to talk about what they're wearing and mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm going to wear a red shirt. I have a black backpack, whatever, mm-hmm. blue cap, whatever. Ganyan. So, um, you meet and then you decide to, you know, if, if you're going to have if sex. It, if it clicks ah. for you, right? What's your most interesting sexual <clears throat> story from that? From that, yeah. 
Oh my God, wait. <laughs> Let me think. From that, and lami kasi. <laughs> and that, no, maraming meetups, maraming meetups, maraming mga, mga one week, two weeks, jowa, ganyan. Parang, you know, I was at that age na parang I'm just, I'm just really... Sige lang. I'm just, lang. I was itching to really have a, a, a boyfriend and so mm-hmm. like I would, I would be with a, a, someone for two weeks and, mm-hmm. or three weeks or like a month or two months, ganyan. And then... Yeah, I think more than more than hookup, it's really more on like really connecting with people at that mm, age, mm. at that time. Parang hindi pa ako masyado nung parang sex, go, sex, yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, kailan ka naging sex, sex, sex? Um, I I would like to think it's it should be interesting. Ah. Mm. <laughs> interesting. It's an interesting question. I think I'm, I'm actually more active in my late 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying that I didn't have sex earlier on. Um, the first group sex I've had was mm. nine, I was 19. Oh wow! Kwento mo sa akin, please. No, I really okay. wanna, I oh really God. wanna hear those kinds of stories. Actually, I wanted yeah. to ask you because I was 19 years old uh-huh. and I was at this birthday party mm-hmm. somewhere here. And no, no, I won't tell. Anyway, <laughs> it was a private village. Mm-hmm. It was a private house, and. Um, someone in the party. It was in the garden. Eh. It mm-hmm. was a big party. Big party. The, one of the, the one of the guests said, "Oh, did you check out the second floor mm-hmm. of the house?" Mm-hmm. And we said, "Why? What's going on?" I mean, ah, oh, this party is notorious for ano, group sex mm-hmm. and whatever. Orgy. So ako parang, no, we haven't. So maybe we should. So I asked one of my best friends, well, "Let's check it out." So we went upstairs, pero wala nangyari. Parang people were just hanging out and mm-hmm. ganyan. Sabi ko, mm, are we gonna wait? Or mm. should we start the party? <laughs> <laughs> so we did start the oh party. Oh my gosh, ano ginawa mo? At 19, crazy. <laughs> Safe naman. Safe yeah. naman yung mga ganap. But, um, it was How did wild. you start? You just went after someone? Because there was a foyer mm-hmm. and then there was a door that leads to a big bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, there were people hanging out at the foyer and some in the bedroom. And I said, guys, we're going to close this door in 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. if you want to join, come in. If not, then... Ako, <laughs> mm. Like, if you join, then come in. And I said, for 19. Oh. I think it's the hormones, you know. You're, you know, you ha- you're, it's the height mm-hmm. of, the, of your sexual ano, um, hormones. Um, yeah, so... How you doing? 12. <laughs> 12 people went into the bedroom and then game na. Yeah. Uh, I will spare the details for some yes. other ge- guesting. But uh, yeah, at 19. Okay. So how did that experience that went was, for uh, you? That was uh, mind-blowing. Because <laughs> at first, never, uh-huh. I've never had that experience before. Mm. So it was mind-blowing. And I feel like at that moment, I felt like, oh, I felt mature. Because <laughs> mm. that's, I think, parang, ano yun, diba? Parang, you're, you're awakened. Parang, yeah. yeah. You know, you know that so parang, these wow, things I'm happen. I experienced that. it. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. of those people I'm still friends with until mm-hmm. now. It's crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still see that. But we don't talk about those things anymore, no? But, uh, but yeah. yeah. But you did say you were safe. Yes. Everyone was safe. I think that's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And, Sabi mo At that kanina, time, uh, yeah, oh, very much so. During that time, hindi nga uso yung nagkukondom you know, eh. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to share. Uh, it was so hard to buy condoms. Mm-hmm. And it was much more difficult to buy lubes. Mm-hmm. The lubricants weren't available yes. then. And there's not Nasa like pharmacy. a Lazada or sh- whatever to, to buy from. no. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to go to the pharmacy. And you can only buy KY jelly, mm-hmm. which is behind the glass yes. cabinet, mm-hmm. and it's locked. So the only way to purchase it is to ask the the, the pharmacist, attend, the pharmacist yes. if you can buy it. And I swear to God, this is how I buy it. Hi, ma'am. I'm a nurse, and I need to buy a <laughs> KY jelly. I have to say it like that. <laughs> Because I'm so embarrassed. But I've tried other things. I've tried uh, shampoo. I've mm. tried lotion. Mm-hmm. 
Because there was there was wala, no wala wala options, wala access. It was just and Kiwi yeah. is so expensive. Yes, it's like one thousand per. Yeah, and I can't afford it. Tube mm-hmm. cannot afford it. I mean, most of the times you can't afford it, so you so, stick with you know what's available. Lotion, right? Yeah. Lotions and whatever shampoo. I remember Dove. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dove, ano she? Hindi siya, hindi siya, hindi siya ma. Nisha So I remember using those things mm-hmm. because there was not the, the access wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, access wasn't there. So we're very lucky now that access is everywhere. everywhere. I actually have lube for you. Not joking. Oh my God, it's thank in my you. bag. So oh, I'll give it to you later. She gave me uh, lubes before, yes. and I mix it with uh, Your vodka. Because <laughs> it's yummy. Yeah. At 19 years old, and then you said, um, 28 ka, mas naging sex, sex, sex. What um, changed then? What made late, you say? Late 20s. Mm-hmm, yeah, late mm-hmm. 20s. Oh, because I moved out. Ah. That was it. I moved out of the house. I moved out of my parents' house. I moved to my own space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you can explore more. Because prior to that, parang such a hassle, you have to uh, go to a motel mm-hmm. or you have to go to that to their house. Mm-hmm. Some motels, not all motels accommodate uh, same sex. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been shooed away from motels before. What? <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, there are motels that don't allow two men to go. Even now? I'm not sure now because I don't go to motels <laughs> anymore. But when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I've been shooed away from oh motels. Gosh. I can't remember which motels, but there were motels that didn't appreciate or celebrate. Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Because before I remember, there were you can't go to a motel yeah. if you're not married. Mm. Yes, oh. ganyan. So maybe, so that, maybe those were the yes, motels. Yes. But yeah, but when I moved out, <clears throat> I had my own space and I you think had that more was freedom. I had more freedom. I I remember waking up the first my first morning. Asarap ng feeling, asarap ng amoy, asarap ng everything. Teka na, teka na. First morning alone in your new place or yes, first morning alone, alone with someone alone, oh. alone. Cuz I was I woke up naked and for some reason I just celebrated that moment. I slept naked and I woke mm-hmm. up naked. I don't sleep naked. But that that night, I slept naked. It's freedom. No? I just I just felt yeah. so free, and I'm like, wow, this is just an amazing feeling. And um, I remember that I, mm. that moment, talaga na parang wow. And I woke up early in the morning, and I was like, wow. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because yeah, again, the you were restrained at home. Even now, mm-hmm. when you're at home, you're reserved. Yeah. So when you got yourself out yes. of the house mm-hmm. and got your own space mm-hmm. for yourself. It's liberating. Yeah, super. super yeah. Um, I want to know, you talked about group sex, you talked about um, your sexual experience. How does consent play in casual sex? Are you like in group sex experience? I'm very sensitive. And I mm-hmm. guess, parang going back to your question earlier, no, parang how does that ex- my first sexual experience mm-hmm. play part? Ito na nga, so na-realize ko na parang yun nga, I think it, yung consent. Mm. And it's really want that wanting, you know, wanting and really needing to be in that space mm-hmm. and 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 having to consent to to that experience. To everything that's to everything. I'm very sensitive happen. and I'm very sensitive to the others the other person's feelings mm-hmm. and and fantasies also. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a pleaser kasi. So parang what do you want? Are you okay with this? Because if mm-hmm. not, you know, we don't have to do it. You know, you know. What do you like doing? I'm a pleaser, so mm. I'm, it's it's usually what works with the fantasy mm. that is presented. Does it make sense? So when, so you when say, you're in the mm-hmm. in the setting, um, syempre magkakapaan kayo, di ba? Parang ano ba? Literal ba kapaan to? Or you talk no. about <laughs> you talk about what you want to happen first? I guess prior din naman to meeting, di ba? You get mm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. What their fantasies are, mm-hmm. and during that that moment, syempre, dynamics pa rin eh, na parang mm-hmm. you'll see na parang ay submissive siya, mm-hmm. or ayon yung submissive siya, yung ganyan, mm-hmm. diba? Um, ako, I can I can pretty much give in to the fantasies mm-hmm. that they want as well, pero may mga boundaries din naman kasi tayo, right? mm-hmm. So, like in my case, I can be submissive, mm-hmm. but then 
there are times that I need to be dominant as mm. well. Parang I need a, a, an equal playing field. Parang mm. pagbigyan kita at this moment, pero later, eh, gaganti ako naman, naman ako. ako diba? So, Ganun. fantasy. What's your fantasy? It's very broad, eh. It's very broad. Like, it it depends on the mood, mm-hmm. you know? It depends on the but mood. top of mind right now, what are you thinking oh. of? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, parang I, I, parang I think not parang I think, but uh, oh my God, you put me on the spot. Uh, dominating with 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 some tying. Yeah, oh, like you yeah. like that? So tying the other. The other person. Parang mm-hmm. ako I can't do it. Eh, ano mo ikaw yun tinatay? Gusto mo ikaw yun nagtatay? Sobrang kritik, makilitin kasi ako eh. Ah. So parang hindi siya nag-end up ng sexual. Yung pleasure, parang... Tawa lang kayo ng ako. Tawa talaga ako. So, parang it's not gonna work for mm-hmm. me. So, that's what I... That's what I so, think. you would rather dominate and you tie the person and you do whatever you want to that person. Yeah, or whatever Ay. they want. Oh, yeah. saya. Kasi yung pleasure nga, di ba? So, parang oh. what's, what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. Ganun ka ba magtanong? Kasi, I, pwede. Kasi, you know, as a photographer, as a director, mm. parang ganun na, di ba? Parang... I, I direct the scene and oh yeah. so it plays yeah so I play the right music and then if there's mm. like an actual kind of lighting whatever then, you, know, you can bring your work to the bedroom mm. and make the experience minus more the fun. minus the video cameras <laughs> that would be interesting <laughs> <laughs> minus so, that not the direct no, no, no. yeah but no, no. I but I shot something like that no. oh, but nice. not me like uh it was the the height of the it was still the pandemic. Oh, nice. Someone messaged me and asked me if I'm willing to shoot. Fire um, soft porn. Soft porn, yeah. Oh, and because wow. I didn't have work, a lot of work, no? Mm-hmm. And like, and this guy was willing to pay quite a lot of know, money. A lot of money. And how was the experience and like he, for he you? He didn't even ask for a discount. Yeah. Yeah. Game lang, Sabi just ko, this shoot. is how much I'm going to charge you for this. But he had his. Uh, Meron siyang mga, what's the word for it? He had a, a, a list of things that, um, that, you have that, to do? that I had to do. Like, for example, mga, uh-huh. uh, for example he, he didn't want other people around. So it was just him? You were filming him yeah. plus another <clears throat> person? No, no, just him. Do you film him masturbating? Yes. Oh, wow! I'm... Sabi ko kasi parang, I think I'll be more comfortable if there was another person mm-hmm. with me, like my assistant or whatever, but he mm-hmm. didn't want that. Um, so I was the video videographer, I was the director, mm-hmm. I was the photographer, and I was also the uh, makeup artist. So I had to do his makeup. So everything. I had to do everything. How was that experience for you? It was, it was, it was very challenging, mm-hmm. but it was a good experience because I've never had that experience. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is an opportunity for me to, to have this learning experience did he ask you to join there was there was one time when because apparently when if you're shooting you know stuff like that he needs to get hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so he needs to uh, to touch himself and to watch porn mm-hmm. um, in between so there was a time he would go to the bathroom and do do mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. um but it takes time uh-huh. so i'm i'll be waiting so it does eat a lot of time mm-hmm. so Parang towards the end, parang tinamad na siya magpunta ng banyo. So he would just do it in front of me. And then, there, I had a, a lighting setup here. So mm-hmm. I, will, I will just have to, to, to sit like this so that he doesn't see my face. Um, but, he, but I can see him. Like, I can so see he him. was masturbating. Yeah. But because mm-hmm. I, I, I remember, I remember it was just, very, it was mm-hmm. just awkward. Kasi parang, mm-hmm. And I don't want him to feel that I'm taking advantage mm-hmm. or whatever. So I would just like move away so he doesn't yeah. see me that I'm looking at him and then I would just look away and then when he's ready he, I would I would um, resume but there was a time when he would I was filming and then he was jerking off in front of me mm. um, and it was very close like mm. he, me and then him and then and then he was saying something like you can you can touch it if you want oh. but I think I'm not sure at that time, I wasn't sure because I never met him. You know, yeah, yeah. this is my first time yeah. meeting. I wasn't sure what his intentions were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't know what he what, what? was yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like 
yeah. do you what do you want? You yeah. Know? So I wasn't so sure, mm-hmm. and I wanted to keep it professional, mm-hmm. so nothing happened. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh no, I, I'm sure you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just here. I'll, I'll cheer you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's also like a play into consent, right? Because mm-hmm. like that, young um, yeah. uncertainty, mo, yeah. it can be, parang manipulative. Eh, that yeah. he was just paying um, you to do this when. Yeah. But Maybe also, he really wanted you. But also, he I've never met him before. Yeah. And I wasn't paid yet. Ah. So, I just mm. didn't, I just wasn't, I wasn't sure if mm. I wanted to be in that yeah. moment yeah. or yes. that si- situation. Because I said, what if, what if this becomes something else, you mm. know? I don't want to end up being like one of those photographers, videographers now would end up in a scandal, mm-hmm. right? that they took advantage of people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not ready. I don't mm-hmm. want it. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> not I'm not ready. ready for that yeah, scandal. Yes, yeah. That's what I meant. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, work now, and then mm-hmm. pa. But eventually, we became friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he appreciated that I didn't take advantage yeah. or anything. So, yun, so. But you respected um, yeah, your roles, right? Yeah, work, let's just mm-hmm. work, you know? Yeah. So, Thank you for sharing all your experiences, <laughs> like a lot of your experiences with me and um, with the show. And I want to know what's your message for, you know, the LGBTQIA community and even other people who go through these like sexual explorations and sexual experiences. Mm. I think my message would be is that it's completely normal. Mm-hmm. It's completely normal to experience these things because when I was young so I want to I want to share I want to speak to the younger mm-hmm. LGBTQIA plus and not just actually just LGBT but mm-hmm. like to all the young you know people mm-hmm. young adolescents because we are so like myself I was trapped in a box especially when I was in the church now mm-hmm. to me that was that was uh, a sin. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of guilt. There was a lot of guilt in my heart and in my mind that I had to go through. And it's heavy, you know. You celebrate yourself, but then you realize, oh, this is bad. Because mm-hmm. Father said like this, you know. And I would go to confession with a heavy heart and I would confess and, and all that. And I, wish that I wish that you could understand that it's, it's normal. Mm-hmm. To experience these things, um, but also it's important then to to look and wait for the right timing. Mm-hmm. And then now that access is everywhere, you know, be smart. There's a lot of things uh, uh, where we can learn from, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube and whatnot. Just mm-hmm. we just have to be discerning with mm-hmm. the right um, media mm-hmm. to watch. And to absorb, um, there's condoms and lubes everywhere. Yes. Not like before. Yeah. But you go to 7-Eleven or whichever, and it's just right there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different varieties now. If that's uh, if that's not for you, you can go to the to online. Mm-hmm. online yes. You can buy uh-huh. condoms and daming vari- variants, no, and daming variety, mm-hmm. uh, a lot. And it's it's a beautiful thing when you explore it when you know what you're getting into, diba? Ang ang sad din kasi dahil we learn things from experience na lang no. eh. Noong time natin, wala namang ano, Google. Wala, wala talaga experience talaga. You go out and yeah. then someone gets you and then you have sex and then you realize, oh my God, yeah. that wasn't good. Mm, right? Parang <laughs> I feel violated. But now, you have um, you have the information yeah. You, ha- you just need to be discerning and be more responsible mm. of your bodies and other people's bodies too. True. Right? And I we also have- I also want to talk to the parents mm-hmm. out there. It's important that we uh, acknowledge these things also. It's normal, you know, mm-hmm. for kids, for young adolescents to feel, mm-hmm. you know, at a very early age, diba? We already have these feelings, no? Mm-hmm. It's important that we tell them that it's all right, mm-hmm. you know? You're going to feel these, you know, weird things and tingling mm-hmm. feelings and whatnot. And it's all right. Yes. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hindi yung parang forever sa childhood natin parang, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, you know, we're gonna go to hell. Oh, you burn in hell, bastos yan, ganyan. <laughs> Hindi, because it's really part of 
who we are as yeah. people, mm -mm. right? And our goal is to be able to experience that kind of freedom that you experience mm. to embrace yourself and discover whatever your dream is yeah. for yourself, mm. right? Amen. There you go. Thank you, Nicolo Cosme. Thank, Thank you, you so for much, trusting also. us here on Private Convos with Doc Rica. Catch our Private Convos again next week here on One News. You can also check out the long conversation on Spotify, YouTube, and Google Podcast. I am Dr. Rika Cruz, and this is Private Convos. We are One News, all sides, all the time.